Rise and shine, you lovely listeners. It is Tuesday, March 31st, and this is today's episode of The 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by L5 Media. This is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and as usual, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Simran Sandu. And Simi, I wanted to start today off with something that's been coming up in a lot of my conversations recently. Last week, we celebrated that stimulus package that officially got signed on Friday, which included direct payments to Americans. And people are now starting to wonder when that money will end up in their bank accounts. Is there any way you could clarify this for our listeners, Simi? Yeah, of course, Darian. So just to keep things simple, the government is going to begin sending stimulus payments within the next three weeks, and no action will be required on your end as payments will be distributed automatically unless you don't typically file tax returns, in which case you will need to submit one in order to receive the financial compensation. And as a quick reminder, adults will be receiving $1,200, while children under the age of 17 will receive $500. And on that note, hey Siri... Remind me to check my bank account in three weeks. Oh, and also remind me to send a thank you letter to the Fed for being so reactive in this time of crisis. That's right. The notoriously slow-moving institution has managed to move at unprecedented levels over the past few weeks. We've seen everything from cutting interest rates to nearly zero, purchasing huge quantities of government debt, and even lending to American businesses, which is something we don't usually see from that 107-year-old institution. And speaking of the Fed, we saw some movement in markets yesterday. The Dow Jones, NASDAQ, and the S&P 500 all rose approximately 3% across the board. Unfortunately for oil, it didn't have the same luck as crude oil prices have fallen to $20 a barrel. Keep in mind that this is the lowest oil prices have been since February of 2002. And we can really account this to the extension of the social distancing guidelines for the next month, which makes a lot of sense because we can expect fuel consumption to decline. And, you know, I can't really imagine many people are going to be outside driving right now unless it's an absolute necessity. You're absolutely right, Simi. And before we move on, I did want to comment on a rather unorthodox move that we've seen in the markets recently. In particular, stock investors have been looking for a place to hide from all this volatility and have found a safe haven in the corporate bond market. Last week, the issuance of investment-grade bonds in the U.S. topped out at $73 billion, which is roughly 21% higher than the previous high-water mark that we reached in 2013. Well, hopefully we see the volatility start to decline now that a lot of medical companies are making significant progress. They've just won approval for rapid coronavirus tests, so stay with me here. The test can detect if someone has tested positive or negative for the virus in under 13 minutes. Definitely some good news, Simi, but just like a magnet, where there are positives, there are also negatives. That said, the Justice Department is currently investigating Senator Burr for potential insider trading. In particular, Senator Burr is being accused of using information from confidential briefings to trade before the pandemic had crashed the markets last month. The moves made by Senator Burr reportedly saved him nearly $250,000 in losses. Wow. You know, I have a good feeling things aren't going to end too well for old Senator Burr. But anyways, we saw more controversy in a Texas court yesterday as a judge ruled that Texas can't limit access to abortions during this pandemic. And on that note, I'll go ahead and wrap up legal matters for today then. Turns out e-cigarette manufacturers are looking at this crisis as a saving grace, Simi. Like many other companies and institutions right now, the Fed is really short-staffed and as a result has decided to give a 120-day reprieve to e-cigarette companies who are expected to either submit their products for federal review or take them off the markets by May. These companies now have until September 9th to prepare for this case. 
Lastly, on the business side of things, we're seeing some corporate executives pursue noble acts during this pandemic. For example, Disney chairman Bob Iger is foregoing his entire salary while the current Disney CEO and execs have committed to taking significant pay cuts, which range anywhere between 20 to 50%. But anyhow, Darian, is there anything new going on with sports? Yeah, I really wanted to talk about NFL free agency today, Simi, and I've got some numbers for you listeners, so stick with me. Within the first week of free agency, teams across the NFL have spent $2.6 billion on deals. That is a 6.5% increase in comparison to the first week of 2019's free agency. You know, it sounds like a great time to be a free agent. But anyhow, we've got another enduring question for you listeners. Keep in mind that this is all preference-based, but we're curious to hear, what does an optimal work-life balance look like for you? Make sure to tweet us your thoughts at Up5Media and stop by our website to subscribe at up5media.com. And we will catch you bright and early Wednesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news. 